Did you know that we are organizing a foodie cruise for February of 2024? Virgin Cruise Line is well known for being the cruise line for foodies. We will be leaving Miami and going to the Dominican Republic and Bimini Island. Five days of amazing food, drinks, and fun. Now, we have secured an incredible price, and the earlier you sign up, the more the savings. Contact John or Carrie Weber at the TikiTravelPlanner.com or just join the San Antonio Restaurant's Foodie Cruise page on Facebook for more information. Hey guys, welcome to our amazing podcast. The more you know, the better it tastes. We are so excited. We have a fantastic um, group here that you're going to meet in just a few minutes. We're so excited to have them here. We're going to introduce who they are in just a minute, so you better stay tuned. Welcome to The More You Know, The Better It Tastes, where we explore the backstory to some of the best restaurants and chefs in South Texas. And now, here's your hosts from San Antonio Restaurants, Alan Williams and Susie Lafredo. Hey, Susie, how are you today? I am fantastic. Oh, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. Well, I'm going to be fantastic, too, because we have two wonderful guests today. We have Adrian Camille Delos, uh, Delos Reyes from uh, Sorry Sorry. Welcome, guys. Hi, y'all. Hi, we're so excited us. to be here. Oh, yeah. We're thrilled to have you. So we're going to learn all about uh, the Sorry Sorry restaurants and all the stuff you have going on because you have a lot going on all the time, I know. And then, of course, uh, May is Asian American Pacific Highlander uh Islander Heritage Month. Highlander. What is that? That's a, I, it's a show. <laughs> it's a show. So we're going to start, we're going to talk about that today. So uh, just uh, buckle up. We're going to be here for a little bit. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Restaurant is at fifty seven hundred Wurzbach. Now that's the restaurant in the marketplace. Then you also have Sorry Sorry Supper Club, which is at one zero two three four Highway one fifty one. And then you have a food truck, you got the Sorry Sorry Market, you just got all kinds of stuff going on. I'm so glad you took a second uh, to be here with us today. Oh, Thank thanks you. for having us, guys. And you know what, um, uh, before we get started, I wanted to say a couple things, if you don't mind. We're, you know, we're really excited to be here. Um, I, uh, I wanted to uh, give a quick shout out to our uh, food truck manager, um, our food truck, Jeepney Street Eats. It's uh, normally located at McIntyre's in Southtown, um, and uh, we decided to park it until um, after the summer ends for a couple of reasons. Um, Devin is uh, in the, has been in the hospital since Easter Sunday, mm. oh. and um, you know he, he's there with his uh, with his family, and uh, we've we've been able to stop by and see him. But uh, he's not in very good condition. But um, it seems as if there are signs that he's improving. Uh, um, so just wanted to give a shout out to Devin um, and would like to ask for all the positive, all the positive thoughts and prayers from um, all the listeners to, to go his way. Um, and uh, secondly, I wanted to say sorry to sorry to bring up set up such a sad note to start mm, off the, good, uh, yeah. this. Um, mm-hmm. uh, thank you again for having us. But uh, uh, I really appreciate you guys, Alan, Susie, Jim, uh, Beverly, you know, um, they, you know, from our perspective, um, you know they run a really amazing supportive group um but um and every and they they do such a good job of highlighting 
a lot of our, our peers in the industry and ourselves as well. But, you know, there's even times where I've seen them in our restaurants um, and bringing their friends and family and and didn't make a post about it or tell anybody, but just truly supporting us and supporting local restaurants. So I, I really, you know, would like, you know, the y'all's uh, the the listeners to know that they are truly just genuine people that support you know local restaurants and it's not all about what it looks like on facebook or whatever you hear on the podcast but you know they they truly are genuine and we really appreciate you guys so oh, thank, thank you, you. Wow. Yeah. Wow. very cool thank, thank you. you so much you are so well spoken <laughs> i was like please have him on the podcast yeah, <laughs> yeah and thank you so much you know we yeah. appreciate you first of all the words but also yeah please you know send all the positive vibes to um your food truck manager Devin. Devin, yeah um yeah thank you for bringing that to the attention yeah and we do support sorry sorry restaurant and supper club both because you have fantastic food so we love coming there (laughs) and having having that great food so um i guess you know uh, we have you both but we want to learn about the backstory a little bit so uh, i don't know camille uh i'd like to start with you i guess you know, I, I'm sure we've told you this before. Beverly and I used to go to Sorry Sorry whenever it was your parents' restaurant. I thought it must have been in the 80s, but I read somewhere they didn't open till the 90s. Right. So I guess I'm a little bit off on that. But I can remember going there and uh, just enjoying the food. We lived closer on that side of town at the time. And we went. And then for, we moved. And for years, we didn't go. Just didn't even think about it. And then a couple of years ago... I saw some somebody wrote a review or something. And I said, "Oh, let's go back to that place," and it's fabulous. And so we've gone many times since then. Definitely, yeah. and we've seen you guys and uh, have appreciated the support and the love that you've shown us. I'm so glad that we've been around long enough to serve the San Antonio community for over 20 years now, and then so glad that you've been able to circle back. And a lot of people have too. Um, just. Um, the support has been overwhelming and the growth has been incredible to be a part of um, since Adrian and I took over about six or s- almost seven years ago now. Okay. So so you actually worked, though, with alongside your parents when they... Oh, for uh, sure. Yeah. I, I, yes. How, how old were you whenever they opened it? <laughs> um, well, I was a kid when they had the market that was two doors down. We'd go mm-hmm. there after school or spend our summers there. And then it wasn't until I was a freshman in high school when they opened the restaurant and it was just such a small operation. My parents were, you know, one in the back, one in the front. Later, my aunt came, and then um, I spent my summers, you know, waitressing and doing whatever they told me, unloading the shipments every week. And um, yeah. my brothers were there also, so it was definitely a part of our lives. It took away a lot of summers and spring breaks. Um, so I didn't always like it. Yeah, I you probably resented it a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> right. I definitely did. I was excited to leave right. <laughs> and go off to college and do my own thing. Um, so it was also, um, it's also felt very much a part of me, a part of my home. So when I came back to San Antonio, it felt like the right thing to continue what they started. Oh, okay. Because you do have a degree. In fact, you have a doctorate from University of Texas in Austin, right? Well, well, I got my bachelor's there, uh-huh. um, and then I went on to pursue <laughs> my physical therapy degree. Um, my master's at San Angelo, Angelo State University, 
And then um, Temple University is where I got my doctorate. Okay, so that congratulations on that. And that's a, that's a lot of work and a lot of studying. Mm-hmm. But then you set that aside and, and took over the restaurant. For sure. Um, I did it for about eight years. Um, oh, you did? Okay. Yes, I worked for um, my mom also. She had a home health agency. So I did physical therapy in people's homes. Um, but Adrian and I started our family. And it got really difficult to travel to all of my different clients and chart at home and take care of the babies. And um, I like the idea of being able to manage the store. Um, I felt like my parents did something great by starting that and, you know, being able to survive for 20 years and, and all the different environments and climates um, being supported by the Filipino community. I felt like they really had something special and it, it was time to expand that following to all of San Antonio or Whoever didn't know about Filipino food, I feel right. like there's a vast amount of people who are still, still discovering. Sure, mm-hmm. sure, yeah, yeah, exactly. And and Adrian, I know that you, um, well, or I, I've, I've heard stories anyway that when you were um, a teenager or, or younger, you would go to Sorry Sorry um, with your family. Is that right? Oh, and 100%, 100%. Yeah, 100. I. Uh, I've been Filipino my whole life, so you know I uh, I grew up eating. It wasn't something you took yeah. on later. Huh? <laughs> I, uh, um, my my mom is an amazing cook, and uh, you know she would cook all the time. We would never go out to eat. That that was never that was only for special occasions sure. growing up for me. But if she was ever lazy to cook, uh, sorry, sorry is where we would go. And this was before I knew. Yeah, I was going to say, did you know, you didn't know each other at that time? No, but you know, it's funny because my dad was their mailman and he would try to get us together. He's like, oh "Oh, yeah, their their daughter Camille, you should meet her. I'm kidding. Yeah, no, it's it's hilarious. But uh, that was when we were younger and we didn't, we didn't meet until, you know, much later. Yeah. But um, so um, yes, the the food there to me was uh, um, always super delicious and I was doing um, something else entirely just like Camille was before the before the restaurants I was a uh, I was doing insurance for nearly 10 years and um, um, I we felt like her parents were no longer interested in continuing pushing for the restaurant so um, they were on they were planning an exit strategy and we felt like considering everything going on in our lives like she was saying um, the the obstacles with um being a physical therapist at the time and also us being parents um we that's when we decided to um you know join forces and see where we can take um this filipino food thing Mm -hmm. um see if we can take it to the next level so was was that terrifying for you to quit a job that you knew had money coming in to start something completely different oh yes definitely um uh, you know, if, if just a little bit about the insurance industry, uh, it's it's renewal based. So your your car insurance, your home insurance, mm-hmm. those mm-hmm. Sure. those renew, and you just focus on the relationships you have with your your clients. And when they renew, that's just an extra that's commission coming in. So it's at times it felt quite passive, to be honest. And to let that go, yeah. and to let that go for something else was was very scary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, at the same time, I had a lot of faith in um, uh, me and Camille's dedication uh, and um, passion for Filipino food and culture, mm-hmm. and uh, our 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 skills and talents um, that we we're bringing in. I felt were um, the right match to um, to really take sorry sorry to um to a whole another level so yeah yeah well you know 
running a restaurant is, is one skill, and then cooking is a different one. And I know you have a chef that, that cooks for you, but y'all also cook, right? So did you learn that as you were growing up, or...? Regrettably, no, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> Cooking is not one of the things I bring to the table. Um, growing up in the restaurant business, dad cooked and um, he fed the family. And then when we opened the restaurant, he cooked a lot at the restaurant and would bring that home at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. Um, it was hard for me to learn in such a large setting that he would cook in batches and then my time was a lot focused on making good grades. Sure, <laughs> sure. Doing my job as a as a kid, so helping where I could, and then um, being a student. So a lot of my time and energy went into that craft. And now it's kind of like a switch in gears to learn how to uh, cook. But still, my efforts and time are not spent at, on that side of the business. Sure. Um, yeah, I see I you on know. this side of the, of the kitchen, and you're in the and Adrian, you're in the back, a lot of times. Uh, you know, I uh, it's really whatever our executive chef needs of us. Uh, to yeah. be okay. honest, sure. um, that's that's we kind wear of, a lot of hats. That's kind mm-hmm. of that's kind of what I feel. I could be an errand boy one day, where I'm just grocery shopping for them. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm filling in a role. Um, I'm I'm a server or a host or a cashier. You know, like re- really whatever it takes. Whatever you need to for, do. For this business. Well, and I think that that is. It's such a great um, model for a successful restaurant when you have people who have a background in, you know, you've worked in the biz- in business, you've, you know, you've been in that world. And so you can bring a lot to the table in a restaurant because there's a lot that goes into running a restaurant. You know, as you know, of, of course, you end up putting out the great food, but there's a lot more that goes into it than that. And Definitely. so, you know, having those, um, you know, those skills and, and all that experience, I think is, is I, I'm sure is helps a ton yes sure. yes and there's there's just um so much more to learn too um if you can see the difference between uh like a like a larger corporate restaurant mm-hmm. you know versus the mom and pop like our own sure there's some highly noticeable differences and um the fact that camille and i do fill in as the in those different positions is already telling that there is a difference, right, between mm-hmm. the two, and uh, so we're we're definitely um, working to um, go that direction to where we can streamline most of these, um, you know, responsibilities and and uh, have have um, more standard operating procedures for everyone to follow versus being so dependent on the leadership to lead the charge on a daily basis. Um, so we're, we, we have so much work to do and, um, and it, <laughs> we always say we're going to slow down and, and, and work on these things and put a lot more attention to it. But, uh, I, I feel like, you know, if opportunities come up for us, like the, like opening mm-hmm. supper club, Mm-hmm. Um, we, we definitely don't want to miss out on, 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 on those things. So, sure, um, sure. we're just trying to balance right now, uh, I think is our biggest, our biggest thing. There's so much to learn and we're still trying to balance everything that we have. So, um, you know, that's, that's our biggest challenges, but support from folks like yourselves and other folks in the industry, you know, it definitely helps, helps us uh, get better listening to y'all's podcasts and listening to other restaurateurs about their struggles um in the industry it's all relatable for us and um so um it's it's also therapeutic to hear as well that we're not alone Mm. in in these struggles yeah so it makes us better 
yeah. I think being able to toss those ideas and those, um, you know, those situations around and really find a ways to work around them have all made us better as a community of restaurants. And I think Adrian and I's roles have been very adaptive to help, yeah, figure out how we can continue sure. to make this business. Well, successful. and also your your passion for the food and for the culture, it, it, it shows in, in the food, you okay. know, regardless. So um, I, I remember the first time I went to, well, I think I went to Sorry Sorry Restaurant was the was where I went first and yeah. had, um, and I never, I didn't, had no idea, you know, that the, is, is it adobo? Yeah. It is like the traditional um, sauce or, or of, of the Philippines. Anyway, it was, and it was so crazy good, so mm-hmm. yummy. I mean, I it was so yummy, but it was just so interesting and, and exciting to learn something new that and, and try something new that I'd never tried before, and then to learn the history behind it. I thought it was just so fantastic. And I and Adrian, I think you're the one who who kind of told me I was there. That you time. were there. That you were me. there. That was you. <laughs> and you you're the one who kind of explained that dish to me and uh, told me, you know, the the history yeah. behind it. And it was just so cool. And then to try it. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it blew me away, the flavor. So um, anyway, it, so we're, your passion shows. We, we, we're also foodies like you guys. Mm-hmm. And um, we, uh, we love to have new experiences and, and learn a little bit more than just coming in and having a meal. Mm-hmm. So those things are also important to us. We want to share our culture. And, mm-hmm. and uh, that, that just uh, takes that whole experience up a notch, you yeah. know. And I think um, I, I, I actually would like to encourage our fellow restaurateurs to, you know, put a little bit of culture into, into what they do. And it's, it can't just be about business and, mm-hmm. you know, um, so that's, and unfortunately for us, it's just the way we live our lives. We're always talking, <laughs> we're, <laughs> yeah. we're always cheering on, you know, f- f- different Filipino success stories and, and, uh, just trying to push, you know, um, for, for, for our peoples, you know what I mean? Yeah. So. Uh, it's easy for us to be in the restaurant to talk about these things. Yeah. And we love to do it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But what you, what you just expressed about, uh, uh, pushing your culture forward to let others people experience it and to know that is really the pulse of mm-hmm. why we are all local restaurants. That's why we focus on local restaurants because you're not going to get that from some big chain, yeah, somebody exactly. in Chicago or mm-hmm. something making the calls. You're not going to get that. So it's local where you can understand and, 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 uh, just appreciate and, and adapt, not adapt, but uh, in, embrace mm-hmm. another culture. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And you're going to find that with a lot of um, local restaurants because it's usually people that have immigrated here. So they have a story to tell of hardship or how they came here, why this food is important to them, and why it's important that they continue to to produce it to feed their families and yeah, because it helps to tell the story of where they came from. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of where you came from, we kind of skipped over. I wanted to hear the story of how you guys got together. How did y'all meet? So your dad was the postman that told you about her, but that's not how you met her. <laughs> right. Uh, I guess it uh, it really started. Um, she she had been doing the school thing for most of her, you know, 20s, I guess. And um, uh, when... I was uh, I was playing basketball in a local Filipino league mm-hmm. and her brothers were on my team and I guess she had just finished uh, did you you just graduated so she came back to San Antonio so she was going to the games and she was coming out and hanging out and you know that's how we met and um yeah the the, the rest is history I mean I 
I think she she became um, my best friend first, which was really special to me. Um, she was uh, she loved to stay active and she worked out. She had a sweet dog named Nani, um, who bless her heart. <laughs> she just passed away last year. Um, so she would we she would go to the park. She would invite friends to do you know sporting sport days, and um, I didn't have anybody that wanted to do stuff like that and. Uh-huh. Uh, so it was just a, a really inspiring and she um she was such a great energy to be around and she is a great energy to be around so um that's that's really where that started and then the next thing that came were three kids so you know we <laughs> so we, you're thinking hmm, maybe my dad actually you know my dad was on to something <laughs> that's right but, yeah. he knew <laughs> So, You're so funny. Well, that is, that is awesome. So that's a great story. I'm going to tell you, Ellen. He told me a joke one night, and I will never forget it. Oh, I say that's that's the one that got me. So I'm going to ask him to tell it to y'all. Oh my gosh. Oh God, we have no We got to hear it. Got to hear it. It's a Filipino joke. You're not going to get it. Well, Susie, you guys, you guys. Uh, is it going to get us kicked off the air? No. It's very clean. Okay. How do you beat up adobo? I don't know. I don't know. know. You pants it. Oh. Oh, gosh. That was it. That's got you, huh? That was it. That was the one. If you say it with enough of an accent, you know. You punch it. I love it. That's cute. See, that's, see, that's a good one. You, you'll be able to tell the kids. Yeah. Not, you know? She had to bring that up. Right. That's awesome. All right. It's a food joke. I love it. Yeah, exactly. That's right. And, that's, and now we run a Filipino restaurant. <laughs> there we are. Oh, that's funny. So you, so the, so the, so the sorry, sorry is more traditional. And yeah. then you decided, you know what? We wanted to, we want to do Sorry Sorry Supper Club and it's, it's a, it's still traditional, but an elevated we've version. Got, yes, we've of, kind of tweaked it a little bit. Um, well, uh, Sorry Sorry, the original location, all of the restaurants were, um, uh, all of the, excuse me, the recipes were created from my, by my dad. So all of the food is very nostalgic to me. It's stuff that we grew up with. Um, but being a foodie and living in San Antonio, there are so many great things to eat and mm-hmm. traveling as much as we can. Um, we just love to eat really good food. So we wanted to take, you know, our Filipino flavors and everything we grew up with and then just fuse it with everything else that we've experienced, mm-hmm. you know, all the you know, best things life has to offer. Whatever we can learn to really um, just uh, show it and express it in our food and um, learning more and more about the Filipino culture and history, all the different, um, you know, um, influences that make up the food have really helped us also to explore what the similarities are mm-hmm. and the differences. Um, there's a lot of Spanish influence, you know, Chinese influence, um, being an island nation that's, you know, kind of tropical. There's also very much similarities to you know, Puerto Rico, there was a lot of trade between Mexico and Spain and the Philippines. So we have a lot of the similar ingredients. So finding how we use those things in our different dishes has been a lot of fun. And our friend, our uh, executive chef is French and culinary trained. Mm -hmm. So he has a a lot of knowledge and technique on how to really, you know, extract flavor or push in flavor to different, um, different proteins or different vegetables to 
really uh, brighten flavors or really, you know, make things stand out that um, we don't have those techniques in the Philippines. Um, yeah. Refrigeration was very new to us. Um, so that's why a lot of uh, the food is vinegar based. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. French yeah. technique is a lot of butter based. So, right. you know, we get a lot of richness when you combine the things. Um, so it's really exciting to be able to experiment with those things at, at the supper club. Um, Chef does a really great job of um, changing up the menu on the weekends to experiment with other dishes he's trying. It's a good way for us to re- reintroduce more authentic dishes, but maybe make them more approachable or um, more appealing to an American palate. Um, so just a lot of new novel things that we can do there that we can't do at the um, original restaurant because mm-hmm. people want a certain exactly. thing. Of course. Yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, and I remember you talking about, you know, the, the crossover of the spices, you know, on the ships and when they're... I just think that's so cool, you know, that you're bringing in all of these different flavors and kind of, you know, because there is a crossover. For sure. Um, yeah, that's really cool. For sure. Yeah. Well, Susie, let's take a break here, oh, yeah. and we'll go to a commercial, and we'll I come was, right back. Yeah, it, I, I said I always was like, oh, yeah, that's right. We're just talking away. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, absolutely. Susie, I have noticed on the San Antonio Restaurant Gold Club that more and more restaurants are joining on. There's, I think, close to oh maybe gosh. 75 now. It's amazing. And growing. It's amazing. The number of restaurants. Yes, and all over. I mean, all over town. Um, mm-hmm. and the northeast side, the northwest side, uh, just all over town, um, there are restaurants that are um Gold approved, Um, you know, and and I know that again, you know, and I want to you know explain because I I know and Alan's talked about this on the group, but I want to explain that a gold approved restaurant isn't a restaurant that pays us to be gold approved. Um, This is a restaurant that you guys, our group, or the community out there, is chatting about, is the you know going buzzing about, you know these are these these are the restaurants that we're looking at. Um, These are we also have some favorites. You know that, that maybe you guys haven't been to that we like you you to discover, um, but these are restaurants that are that are we really stand behind, we really believe in, um, and that's why they're gold approved for yeah. no other reason. You know we we have heard comments. You know well they probably pay no 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 don't pay a penny not a penny. We that's these right. are restaurants that we truly believe in. Um, so we're so excited to have so many amazing local restaurants involved in our in our gold approved program, and then you know we we want you we want to incentivize you to go and eat at Gold Approved Restaurants. So the restaurants have been unbelievably gracious enough to actually offer perks so that that way when you come, if you're, if you are a Gold Club member, mm-hmm. when you go to their restaurant, you can actually receive something amazing when sure. you're there. You use your app and yep. find the restaurant and mm-hmm. see what type of perks, which is a discount, a coupon type thing. Sure. And use that and get something uh, for an opportunity to try something new maybe mm-hmm. or get a discount it's just a great offer yeah exactly a lot of them are you know buy one get one free we have some that are you know buy two entrees and receive a free appetizer we have you know just so many different things but it, it what's cool about it is that it it gets you or gives you the opportunity to try something different mm-hmm. that maybe you haven't tried before That's and right. then all of a sudden it just creates a whole new experience for you. It's just a great deal. Yeah, which is really cool. And the 
Best thing about it is yes. that each one of those um, perks is typically will pay for your membership because it's That's only right. $8.88 $8 a month. Cents a month is one time you use it, it's yeah. paid for. People pay that much for coffee nowadays. I know, I know. So it's really exciting. And, you know, if we can get you guys. I don't, but some people do. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I have my little thermos. But if, but if we can get you guys to out visiting these local restaurants, you will be blown away. Um, and it's discovering new restaurants that you've never been to. Yep. Yep, it is a great deal. So yes. what you do is go to either the Google Play Store or the Apple Store, type in San Antonio Restaurants. That'll get you our free app. It's yep. absolutely free. It gets you really easy access to this podcast, to our magazine, to mm -hmm. the website, to the foodie map, all that good stuff. But yep. it also gets you then access to our Gold Club where you can join there and then eight eighty eight a month to have be part of that Gold Club tons and tons and tons of great bargains and and don't miss it. and really quickly also foodie events um if you're a gold club member you get to attend all these really cool foodie events so yeah we've had some great ones and some more we coming have, up i know yeah great all right Susie, thank you for helping me understand that you're welcome <laughs> and we are back today with uh adrian camille de los reyes of sorry sorry restaurants and uh just the whole sorry sorry uh, gambit uh, and an expanding uh, portfolio of, of restaurants and marketplaces. So really quickly, we were just we were chatting about Sorry Sorry Supper Club and how it all came to be in the food and that kind of thing. I, I, I just wanted to mention that you know, of course, you know, I, I I've been to both restaurants. Um, Sorry Sorry Supper Club is so beautiful. Um, you go in and it's airy and there's you know these beautiful curtains yeah. that are always flowing. Who decorated that? Yeah, it's that was me. You did a, good it's job. beautiful. You just feel so light and, and airy, but still homey. It's still, you know, you don't it's it, it's it's such it's a really beautiful experience. But you guys have all kinds of things going on there. I mean happy hours and some amazing cocktails and just all kinds of stuff. Yes, definitely. Um, it's a very fun space. Thank you so much. Um, those curtains, like we sewed ourselves. We really? We put the wallpaper up wow, ourselves. Wow, that's and awesome. It's um, been a lot of fun and um, labor of love to put something together like that and see it all come out because I have no idea what's going on in, in my mind until it's until it all it's unfolds. all. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But yeah, we do a lot of fun things there with the happy hour. We have brunch every day. Happy hours, Monday through Wait, Friday. Brunch every day? Every day. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know yeah. that. I thought it was just a weekend. No. So you can come every day, 11 to 3. We have a, a brunch menu. And then the chef tastings on Friday and Saturday. And um, every few, you know, every once in a while, we will have our um, community-wide or, mm -hmm. you know, restaurant-wide um, supper club dinner where the whole restaurant is um, a ticketed-based prefi dinner um and we usually invite a guest chef to help put it on so friday and saturday are chef tastings how does that work yeah i wanted to talk about that because yes, i love doing that go ahead for sure so um every uh, week or so our chef will curate a special menu um of three or four courses um, from start to finish with an appetizer and dessert a few tastes of you know anything that he feels like creating he will make some handmade pastas he'll put some fresh uh, ceviche or tuna on an appetizer and then we um, have a dedicated pastry team that's always cooking wow. up something special in the back yeah wow, and so that's, that's awesome. it's uh as you're sitting there you don't necessarily know what you're going to get next 
they bring a plate to you and then the, the server will, will explain what you have there and it's always amazing. And then they'll bring out another plate of something different so cool. and explain it to yeah. you. And so you just don't know. And that's kind of the excitement yeah. of doing a tasting menu right. is you don't know. And all of a sudden these great dishes come out to you. That's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. I know the last time we did it, we sat next to a young airman. He was he was there from Lackland. He was all by himself. And he was one of these very vocal people while he ate. And it was so much fun. We got to know him while we were sitting there. And he was like, oh, my God, this is good. So it was a lot of fun sitting there and, and exploring the foods with him. Oh, that's awesome. We enjoyed that. So depending on when you're hearing this uh, podcast, uh, the month of May is the Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month, right? And so it's, it's the month that uh, I think uh, President H.W. Bush was mm-hmm. the one that first signed this in, into law to be a month, long celebration of, of the Asian culture. And because it's such a large, large area, uh, it, it can mean a, a lot of different things, right? Mm-hmm. And I know, Camille, you kind of lead that up for San Antonio, don't you? You kind of take that, take that bull by the horn and handle this? I guess so. Um, last year, I felt like uh, May was approaching and there wasn't very much buzz of anything going on to help, you know, celebrate the month of May mm-hmm. being Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month. So um, we decided to create something to kind of help acknowledge, you know, the different businesses that represent all the different Asian countries that exist. I think there's over 50 of them. So um, we did a little grassroots effort last year. I called um, some of my restaurant friends and whoever else uh, I could get a hold of or places that we actually like to frequent and visit and see if they would be um, willing to participate in a in what we called the San Antonio Restaurant Passport, which highlighted all of the AAPI restaurants and food businesses in the San Antonio area. And everyone agreed to um, to offer a 10% discount to passport holders all month long. So it was a really fun way to promote um, all the different businesses to help, um, you know, awareness and support um, to make sure that, you know, that people were recognized, they had a place to share their stories and why they opened this business, where they came from. And um, we tried to be, you know, as inclusive as possible. And hopefully this year we will gain even more restaurants and other um to represent other countries to be on this passport as well. It's it's it was amazing. I remember you con- you, you reached out right when you were you know getting started to sure. you were in it. We did it in like less than a it week. It was nuts. <laughs> I was I was in shock at what you put together. I, it was it was mind blowing, and it's really cool and so much fun because you can actually go to the restaurant, pick up your little passport, you know, have it stamped just like you're, and then go to another restaurant and have it stamped, and really really. A fun program. Thank you. Yeah, and then you had—I think you, there were even drawings, right, at the end oh, or yes. something. There were prizes at the end. Um, we had um, several sponsors and partners, including the Spurs Affinity Network, Do South Creative helped us create the passports and the website. We mm-hmm. had a social media that Last Chance helped us with, and and then we had just different events um, around town or at Sorry Sorry, just to help you know people celebrate all month long. Yeah. So if somebody wants to participate in that, how do they get a passport? So we will be um, distributing passports again. Each each participating restaurant will have their own copy, and um, they will also be available available for print on the on the website. 
So if we go, which website are we talking this about? This is the um, San Antonio AAPI Restaurant Month. Okay, so website. Google that and find the, find the mm-hmm. website, and then you can see a list of the restaurants that are participating. Yes. And, and so that was, you know, something that I wasn't sure about, and I, I was trying to investigate a little bit. Uh, I mean, Asia is, is a huge, huge continent. And, and then when you add on Pacific Island areas, such as... as uh, uh, the Philippines, the Philippines, yeah. but also mm-hmm. over to Fiji and, sure, and that area Asia, as well, Malay, right? All the way mm-hmm. up into there. And, and the, does it include like uh, the Middle Eastern countries? It does. It does. So last year, Chef's Table, I mm-hmm. believe, was a part mm-hmm. of it. And so we're hoping to get some more Middle Eastern representation. That's well. amazing. That's amazing because there are some um, really delicious yeah. foods out there from different cultures. So that'd be great to spend the month going to yeah, different Yeah, so much fun trying, trying, all trying all these different all, cultures of yes. the food. Yeah, really neat. That's very good. All right. Well, thank you for doing that. That's a, that's a huge thing and, and definitely deserve to be uh, honored with that month. That's great. Thank you. Yeah. Well, Sorry Sorry Supper Club is on 10234 Highway 151. And then Sorry Sorry Restaurant and Market is at 5700 Wurzbach. You're in the same shopping center as Sticks and Stone. And I understand you went to high school with Leo. I did. I did. <laughs> it's such a small world. Yeah. Ran into each other like 20 years later. Yeah, that's awesome. And then you also have a marketplace, and that's at 18720 Stone Oak Parkway. You have the market inside the Wurzbach restaurant. There's a small mm-hmm. uh, Filipino marketplace when you have another one on stone oak that's just the, the market right oh i didn't right. know the one on stone oak. Yes, okay. yeah, yeah they have a little bit of a larger footprint um the market is really nice um and in the back they have snacks you can also order hollow hollows there that's that filipino shaved ice yeah right. yes yes yeah. Mm-hmm. nice treat um for the summer months the hot months uh, we were the first um, asian grocery store to open up in that side of town so Really excited to serve those yeah. people on that area. Yeah, it's it's where I get my Kewpie mayonnaise. Yeah, <laughs> the Japanese mayonnaise. Nobody else has yes. it. Well, sometimes HB has it, but not. You can't count on them. But you can count on you guys. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, and it's so much fun. You know, I the well the one on four ten. Um, that that's one that I usually go to, and it's so much fun just walking around and looking at everything, and and just you know seeing all of the different kinds of things that you can take and try and. Mm-hmm. cook with and yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah you know what's really interesting is um that's kind of been what uh, what sorry sorry has been doing for over two decades now and if you remember what happened during the pandemic where lots of restaurants were trying to incorporate market items mm-hmm. uh daily household goods and cleaning supplies things like that sure. just trying to uh, make it just trying to mm-hmm. just trying to yeah. so um i but well, we didn't we didn't realize um to be honest uh from let, let's say a business perspective how that saved us during the pandemic oh wow right so mm-hmm. if you remember everyone posting that heb and sam's and costco are out of toilet paper They've ransacked all the shelves. Everything's empty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, freaking yeah. out. Yep. There's no water. Mm-hmm. You know where do they go? They go to the smaller grocery stores, right? So they that really helped get us through um, some really hard times when we were closing down the dining room when the restaurant makes up the majority of the revenue that sorry sorry generates. Um, when we had to switch to just curbside and takeout, you mm-hmm. know things like that. Sure, sure. Um, the, the grocery store played a, a major role in helping us make it to this point and, wow. and not only make it, but also to 
be able to expand and uh, grow the business awesome. during a time like that. That's so, so cool we're, we're because that was the first, that was really the first business that your parents um, started. Right. That started it all. Mm-hmm. So it's so cool that that yeah, was sort of the, yeah, the glue that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's kind of been a little niche for us now. The market, uh, there's a little market section in the supper club. Um, restaurant too and I think that's a it's a lot of fun to curate those shelves with some delicious snacks mm-hmm. and then items you can bring home and yeah. cook as well yeah yeah we've also uh, collaborated with some uh, really cool local spots like uh, Graves Coffee they have a little coffee truck on St. Mary's mm-hmm. we they uh, they um, pro- they provide um, ube and pandan iced coffees uh, oh, wow. b- bottled for us and then that's at sorry sorry on in the grocery store but um at Supper Club, um, um, we serve them uh, during brunch. Um, and uh, also Tasty Aguas Frescas. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chef, mm-hmm. Johnny, Chef, Chef Johnny makes some delicious drinks that um, we're able to um, collaborate with him on and, and, and serve in That's our awesome. restaurant. So. Wow. Yeah. Well, if you it's have not cool. been to any of the Sorry Sorry restaurants, you need to go. Yes. It's a, it's a fun experience. And the food is just so good. And the servers, they'll, they'll explain what you're going to eat. There's lots of, lots of good options. But Sorry Sorry Supper Club and the Filipino Restaurant Market, a restaurant and market, they're both gold-approved mm-hmm. restaurants. Yep. At the Sorry Sorry Supper Club, there's several different perks that you can use. They have a couple of wheels where you can either get 5, 10, or maybe even 15% off of, of lunch or brunch. You get the free wok toss noodles, or you might get a free uh, rib appetizer. So that's great. Or there's, mm-hmm. a, there's several perks that gives you... 10% off lunch or brunch Wednesday through Sunday. So that's that's great. And then at the um, Filipino Restaurant and Market, there's a wheel and a scratch-off boat to get you either 5 or 10 maybe 15% off Monday through Thursday, or a free Hello Hello Monday through Thursday, or the free Pancit uh, Monday through Thursday. So yeah, super, awesome. super mm-hmm. deal. Yeah, thank you so guys so much. Yeah. Thank you all for being here today. We really appreciate the time. And, uh, you know, uh, once again, Susie, we need more time. I we know. Sh- we, we're going to have to have you all back. I know. Yeah, There's always so much, so many more things to talk about. And yeah. it's like. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, talking to y'all. <laughs> absolutely. It was, it was a lot of fun to have you all here and looking forward to coming back and trying some more. What is that dish that, that I love so much? I always tell C-Sig. you. Sisig. Oh, with C- the tortillas. Yes, the yes, yes, yes. That's my favorite dish. I should. Uh, I'm coming up with a new yeah. fiesta special for you guys. I'm All right. excited. <laughs> <laughs> just, just for me, right? Yes. Awesome. Uh-huh. Great. Well, anyway, Sorry Sorry Restaurant uh, and Marketplace. Sorry Sorry Supper Club. You've got the Jeepney Street food truck. It's going to be parked for the summer, but uh, it'll be back. we got the market. Lots of good stuff. So, mm-hmm. all right. Susie? Another good podcast Absolutely, in the yeah. books. Absolutely, so exciting, yeah. yeah. Yeah, thank you guys so much. We appreciate y'all. Thanks for having us. Yeah. All right, we'll be back again next week with another great guest, and uh, stay tuned to see who that is. That's right. <laughs> All Bye, right. guys. Bye. Bye, Bye Susie.